Welcome to the NBA Morning Deuce. Game one of the NBA Finals. Not what we expected at all. What a crappy way to start such an exciting matchup. We hope will still be exciting, but man, Lakers win game one, 116-98. And even that score is probably a little closer than what the game actually ended up being. He went on a little bit of a run there. But man, what a, it just, we'll get to everything, but what an all-around just strange game. Even just from the beginning, just the whole game was very weird, right? Yeah. Um, so I was actually going to message you about halfway through the second quarter, like, damn, this series is living up to the hype. Like, it was, it was a pretty tight game. It was 43-41 Miami with seven minutes left in the second quarter. And then it just got so out of hand from there but like i was pumped through through a a quarter and a half and it went south quick well yeah i mean the the heat went up 23 to 10 and then the lakers went on an absurd run the rest of the half but Mm -hmm. they went up 23 10 and then they were up then the the heat were up 23 10 and the lakers were up 31 28 at the end of the first quarter and it looked like okay like what like that's when i was saying to myself damn this is gonna be fun Exactly. That's what I was going to like send the second you away, and quarter, I was like, yeah, I better hold off. Then the second quarter, less so to me, even though, yeah, it was still close for a while. But, yeah, it got out of hand. But, look, we got to start. I mean, the story of the game is the injuries. Yep. And, and we don't know for sure because of the time. We're recording this right after the game. So all we know is, bam. So Goran Dragic went out at halftime. Didn't play in the second half. Bam Adebayo went out in the third quarter. Didn't play the rest of the game. Uh, Goron or Bam has had an X-ray on his shoulder. The X-rays were negative. I don't know what that means because a shoulder injury like that could be uh, who knows, and and it's still lingering from last series. So I think he's going to play. It's hard to speculate until we know exactly what the injury is. I think he's going to play through it. Whether he's a hundred percent or not, he obviously won't. Probably will not be because it's a lingering thing. But I think he'll play. Goran Dragic, so did, it's being reported, is likely out for the rest of the series. Yeah. So on the broadcast, they did say shoulder sprain, shoulder. I'm sorry, shoulder strain for Bam Adebayo. Um, so I mean, X-rays aren't going to give you anything, but. It was weird because he was holding his wrist again when it happened. It kind of right. looked like to me. It's, yeah. It seems like a strange injury. And Goron, I mean, we, we both agree. It, it looks like it could be an Achilles. Obviously, so, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was weird because when... So, when it happened during the game, didn't know it was an injury. But I do remember the play because they showed the replay of where he injured himself. And I remember during the game, seeing him look at the floor. And yeah, being like, he made a what? weird look. Yep. But not not when I saw the replay. I remember during the game, mm-hmm. that point, him just like sort of stopping in the paint and looking at the floor. And I was like, is the floor wet? Is Like, did he trip? Like, what's going on? Like, why is he staring at the floor? And then like literally two seconds later, someone slipped right nearby. So I didn't think anything of it because I thought, okay, the floor must be wet. And then he gets hurt in the second half, then they start showing the replay, the replays all over Twitter, and he's looking back as if someone like kicked him or stepped on his foot. And that's what yeah. happens when you tear your Achilles. 
you hear that all the time. Yeah, it's what it's, Kevin, it's just what Kevin happened. Durant. KD, yeah. Kobe. I mean, I've seen you know you see it when it happens. That's just sort of you. I've always been. I was been told by everyone that I've been around I, that it has torn an Achilles ever. That it feels like you get kicked in the back of your ankle, right? Like because it's just like sort of a it's like a pop, right? Mm-hmm. And it but it feels like someone kicked you. And then so you, your immediate reaction is not your immediate reaction is not pain. Your immediate reaction is like what what just happened? Yeah, like you're disoriented. Yeah, and that's exactly and, what it and looked that like. is exactly what it looked like. Now there's some people from uh, Five Reason Sports. I think it's what it's called. Uh, it's a South Florida sports outlet. Ethan Skol- that Ethan Skolnick was saying it could be a plantar fascia injury, which, you know, I guess is possible because they were reporting that it's a foot thing. But I've just never seen anyone react to like a tear like that unless it's unless it really tore, you know, like I just never like a plantar fascia tear would you would be out for the series. That is an awful injury. It's a horrible it- injury. So that's like the muscle in your foot, correct? Yeah, like I don't the, really know. the okay. bottom of your foot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like anytime I've heard about that sort of injury, like you go to the ground, like it hurts like crazy, you know? Yeah, um, it just the way it looked. But either way, like regardless, whether it's a whatever it is, and we're monitoring it right to see if something comes out on Twitter, but no matter what happens, it sucks because, you know, First of all, for the for the Heat, just in general, the Goron's their leading scorer in the playoffs. So, right there, you lose your you lose your leading scorer. I mean, just from that aspect, it's terrible. Yeah. But then you're also talking about a young team and a, one of their veteran leaders. You know, he's the oldest guy on the team. I mean, not. I mean, him. Iguodala has them, but you know, he's one of the older guys on the team. He's been such a leader for them. So it's it just, man, what a shitty way to start the series. I still think they can be competitive without him, but man, it is not, it just sucks. There's no other way to put it. It just sucks. I mean, that, that sucks, but it almost is equally as detrimental to have their two best players now less than 100% no for shot. what looks like the rest no, of the series. I mean, it's not equally because he's not playing. He's out. He's been their leading scorer. And- I understand. Yeah, Jimmy Butler rolled his ankle and bam. They're still playing, though. Like, Goron, their offense is totally different now. It's a totally different offense without Goron Dragic. I mean, I, I, there, I can't say that it's equal that two guys aren't 100% and a guy, their leading scorer is out for the series. This is not equal. It sucks. It's not good. But like Jimmy Butler played fine in the second half. He's banged up and he's going to struggle, but he'll be. I think Jimmy Butler is going to be fine. I mean, the fact that he played through it is a good thing. He'll be sore. He'll probably get a shot. He'll get a lot of treatment over the next day and a half, but he'll be fine. Bama is a little more concerning because I don't know what's wrong with him. Like no, no one does. They were really secretive about it before. And now they say it's a shoulder thing, but we don't know. So that's more concerning, but man, go, losing your starting point guard, who's your leading scorer for the series, is just it's there's there, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Um, and it wasn't just the Heat. I mean, the Heat's injuries were worse, but 
but like KCP left the game at one point with chest cramps. Rondo got poked in the eye at the end of the third quarter. LeBron and AD at both at different points in the game were limping. And then at the end of the game, everyone's still in. You know, four minutes left or six minutes left is a 22-point game, and all the starters are playing. And Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. came back in. Like, what the hell is – like, what's going on? Right. And the Heat were still playing their ass off. So, Anthony Davis – it's not like these are easy, you know, right. final five minutes for Anthony Davis. Like, he, he's he's competing for rebounds. He's doing the exact sort of things that lead to uh, little random injuries. Um, yeah. It's weird looking at the score. Yeah, like th- this lead sat at about thirty for a solid, I know, what, five to seven minutes. So it, it was it was a blowout, and it just sucks that this main storyline is the injuries. Yeah, it does. I will say this: regardless of injuries, there's two. There's there's just from a basketball standpoint, there are some things to take away from a Heat perspective, both good and bad. I would say, just in terms of the ability to to come back in this series and not come i mean it's it's one game and like i said yet like i said in the preview blowouts happen in these type of series like they do happen and it's a seven game series so anything's possible um goron being out sucks one positive i guess if you're looking for a positive in that situation is kendrick nunn who hasn't really played in the playoffs was eight of eleven and had 18 points off the bench, and now he's going to be a huge factor for them. He probably will start so that Tyler Hero can still come off the bench and they can keep their rotations the same. So I guess that was, I guess that's a positive if Goron's out that Kendrick Nunn didn't look like the spotlight, like the moment was too big for him. Because I'll tell you what, another thing we talked about will the moment be too big for the Heat's young guys? And Tyler Hero and Dun- Duncan Robinson were awful. Hero yeah, ended up. Uh, Hero ended up with fourteen, but most of it was at the end. Like for the most part in the game, he did not play well, and he, Duncan he Robinson also, didn't score. I was going to point out that Hero is minus thirty-five. Um, I know we don't love that stat, but like he, he looked completely outmatched on defense. Well, let me point out something on that. Now, now so here's the thing: the Heat were up twenty-three ten, and at five thirty-eight in the first quarter. Dwight Howard went out and Tyler Hero came in and played the rest of the half. When Dwight went out, the Lakers were plus 30, which means Tyler Hero was minus 30 for the rest of the half. I don't, I'm not, that's not Tyler Hero's fault. The Lakers went on an insane, the Lakers shot 60% from three in the first half. They shot 19% from three in the second half. The, the, The first half after Dwight went out was like, a sh- was an anomaly in terms the of the Lakers. Miss. Yeah. They were not missing. So, yeah, I do. I think Tyler here. I actually do think Tyler Hero's being minus thirty five is not indicative of Hero. But he did play bad. Oh no, he, <laughs> he shot. He wasn't he, good. No, no, not yeah. offensively. He wasn't good. He didn't shoot the ball well. I don't think anybody was great defensively, particularly in the first half. But also, the the, the Lakers didn't miss. Like, yeah. and, and so that was one of my now. That's one of the positives to me is that if you're looking at this game and you only lost by 18 and the Lakers shot, I want to say, well, and I have the number, but it was like something like six, the first half it was 11 of 17 from three in the first half, 64%, hmm. right? So, yeah. 
and then you're down 17 at half. You're down 17 and a half. You lost by 18. So to me, the second half for the Heat, even though it was a blowout for a lot of the second half, is a win. If you're looking for positives moving forward, them, them falling back to earth, shooting 19% is a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you being able to kind of hang in there with Kendrick Nunn, and Bam wasn't even really on the floor that much in the second half at all. What, did he play any at all in the, he, in the second half? He got hurt in the middle of the third. He right. played five, six minutes in the, in the third. So. so, yeah, I think I'm with you that this is exactly one of those games we talked about yesterday where blowouts happen, um, I think. Well, yeah. But <laughs> Lakers' here, defense did look outstanding the entire game to me. Sure. So that, that's concerning. The Heat the the did not shoot the ball well. That that's and, and part of that is I would expect first quarter of game two, first play will be run for Duncan Robinson. I guarantee get him, it. Get him going. He's yeah. just got to get shots. He only took three shots. He's one of the mm-hmm. best. Th- he's one of the best three point shooters in the NBA. He didn't take any shot. He took three shots. Um, so they were all early too. I, I wonder if that was honestly a case of him getting gun shy. Like the lights were bright. He misses. Well, he his also, first three. He, he, you know, de- he he struggled on de- he struggled on defense for sure. Mm-hmm. And and I'll tell you what, they're going to have to address the, the. So here's the. So here's the, the where the, what really needs to be addressed because those are the positives. The the negative to me. I don't know what you do about Anthony Davis. There's nothing you really can do. He's so fucking good, and he's so big and talented. Like, Bam at 100%, like I said, could could guard him but won't be able to stop him. Bam not at 100%. I don't know what you do. I think the only answer is more zone with a bigger lineup. Play your bigs a little more. Like, dust off Myers Leonard and just throw him in the middle of the zone. Like, do something because, you know, Dwight didn't play well, but he still ended up with eight rebounds. Played much better in the second half, and AD is just—he is unstoppable. He and really you're, and you're not going to shut him down, but you got to do something to slow him down. And the switching, when you're switching, and Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson end up guarding LeBron James, it ain't going to cut it. So yeah. you, you got to figure something out, and probably more zone will help. We were talking about top tier big man the other day, and it, it was just clear to me that Anthony Davis is in his own tier. And then we can talk about guys like Bam and Jokic. Like, that's how impressive to me Anthony Davis was. He was just, he was flat out unstoppable, like you said. He's so good. Um, That to me, well. But but that's to to be expected, right? Like, that's what, you know, LeBron and AD, they they combined for 59. That's going to happen. It's going to happen probably every game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it's probably the, they they got seven three-pointers from Danny Green, uh, KCP and Markeith Morris. Kuzma had oh wow, Kuzma did not play well at all. Jesus, he only had three points. But uh, like their bench was solid tonight. I would say for the Lakers, yeah. and that was uh, I mean that that was as important as Anthony Davis and LeBron James doing what they usually do. Which well, is huge. I mean, you you get a seventeen. Like, look, who knows? Maybe they shoot the ball really well the whole series, and then look if the if the put it this way. If the Lakers shoot 40, look, they ended up only shooting 39% from three. So, but they shot like 34, 35% from three in the playoffs so far. So they shot better tonight overall. But if they're shooting like that, or even remotely like that, like they shot 60%. If they're shooting 45 to 50% from three, you're not winning. It's just not going to happen. But 
you got to assume they're going to come back to let earth a little more. And then in the second half, if maybe it's a 10 point lead at halftime instead of a 17 point lead at halftime, who knows? And then it's more, you know, it's easier to cut into. Plus now, like, look, you know, the, the, with the, with the Dragic injury, if you know, he's out now, you can really figure out what do you want to do coming out of half? Because, Starting Tyler Hero in the second half messes up your rotation. He's not used to starting the second half. They didn't really know where they were going to go for offense without running, you know, running the offense without Goron. So, man, it's going to be an uphill battle. I mean, it was going to be an uphill battle. The, the Lakers, it's Lakers. Right. And that's why this, that's why the injury storyline sucks so bad is because Heat had to be, at, had to be at full strength to, uh, to make this a good series. And yeah. it's, it's not looking that way. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy was aggressive early in the game to score, which was really good. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he took 10 shots in the first half. He had like 19 in the first half. Yeah, which is that's I'm just so worried about the ankle. I know you're you're not as you're not as concerned about the ankle as I am. I just he didn't look right he to had me in 16, the second half. 16 in the first half. Well, no one did. Like the, the I think I think the heat you you're talking about you're talking about a team full of NBA champions. Uh, really if you're looking at yeah. the lakers right like look at the guy they played the guys who played tonight lebron danny green and rajon rondo are three mm-hmm. of the eight guys that played for them are all nba champions dwight howard has been to an nba finals you know so half the team has nba finals experience versus a heat team that played one guy who's been in the finals. And they got punched in the mouth. So the second half, they just didn't have it. You know, the, the Lakers came out and punched them in the mouth in the first half, and it just, they didn't have it. But I think now that they've played a game, I think, or I, ho- I, would, I would hope they make it more competitive. You know, it just seemed like one of those things where the Lakers, once it started clicking, it was downhill. Right, yeah, like I think that that Lakers second quarter where they just couldn't miss really, like it, it basically put the game away. Where you said the the Heat hung with them in the second half, but the game was decided in that second quarter. So you know if that doesn't happen in game two, game three, where the Lakers don't go completely berserk for an extended period of time, I do think we're going to have really good games in the series. Yeah, I just were- don't know if I just don't know if the Heat can get it done in the fourth quarter, mainly because of how just the Lakers defense was everywhere to me tonight. The Lakers were six for seven from three in the second quarter. Mm. Yeah, felt what like do you do about that? Like, what do you do? And and the scoring was so bad. Like, Danny Green had eight. Kuzma had three. Rondo had five. Caruso had four. Markeith Morris had three. It, that's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. If that's happening. And, you know, it's probably partially on the Heat's defense. Like, the switching was killing them. LeBron was just picking them apart when they switched and when they went small talking about the Lakers, when Dwight went out and Anthony Davis was the five, he was picking them apart because again, the switches were hurting them. Guys were fouling. And so, you know, they're going to have to address it. I think they're going to have to go bigger at least for stretches. I mean, they can play the small ball, but you know, the, the value of small ball is to be able to switch everything, but when you're switching everything and your guys can't guard the guys they're switching, you got to probably have to work. figure something yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. And, you, and 
And the problem becomes you can go like you can go small and play Igadala more minutes, but then you're limited and then but then like a lineup of Jimmy Butler, Andre Iguodala, and Jay Crowder is pretty limited offensively. So you gotta decide. Do you wanna go with all the switching and try to defend LeBron James like that? Or go with your offensive team and figure something else out? I, which I'm not Spo, Spo is the genius, so we'll, we'll see. But it just didn't work in this game, and maybe it's just guys taking more pride in the in the in that matchup. But I, you could have as much pride as you want against LeBron. <laughs> Duncan Robinson's not guarding LeBron James. Yeah, but I but I also think this: if you start Kelly, let's just say you start Kelly Olynyk and move Bam back to the four, then Jay Crowder starts the game on LeBron. Because don't even think Jake Crowder I, started the game on AD, and Jimmy started the game on LeBron. And look, is Crowder better? Who's better at guarding LeBron? Nobody. But at least you're not starting the game with Jay Crowder guarding Anthony Davis. Yeah, that that's not going to work. Like it really is. Who's who can bother those two the most, so they don't dominate, and then you hope um, the Lakers bench comes back to earth a little bit. I mean, the recipe's there for the Heat to get back in the series if they're healthy. Right. This is not like a, you know, the Lakers have this sewn up, but they did look great tonight. And I also think this: if you if you go if you play your your bigs right, especially if they're going to keep starting Dwight Howard, if you put Kelly Olynyk at the five or Myers Leonard at the five to start the game, you could still switch one through four. So if it's a AD LeBron pick and roll. You can still switch Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler, or if it's an Anthony Davis, uh, you know, whoever, Caruso or Rondo or whatever. Who's even in their fucking starting lineup? Um, <laughs> KCP. KCP. Yeah, so really if it's LeBron and AD, you could still switch it because then it's Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler. And if the ball goes to AD, you, you can double. Your, your bigs can double, and Dwight Howard is – at least limited enough offensively to where the switching still works. And then when they go small, you got to figure out what you want to do, but they're going to have to go a little bigger and maybe play a little more zone and just switch up what their zone looks like. I don't know. God, it's really hard. <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah. The good news is uh, Eric Spolster has to figure this out and he's a lot smarter than I am. I know. So, but the, I mean, yeah. And the injuries, but the injuries are just, mm-hmm. man, I mean, you never know. Like, in the beginning of the year, Kendrick Nunn was <laughs> – he was incredible. Yeah, he re- yeah. He was incredible for like the first 30 games. So if that Kendrick Nunn shows up, <laughs> who knows? Like, this is a dude that was legitimately like a rookie of the year candidate for a long stretch in the year. So you never know. But he, he just became mm-hmm. arguably – he just became maybe the most important player on the Heat. Seriously, and to go eight for eleven as a rookie in your in the finals, I mean, he's ready. The stage is not too bright for him. Oh yeah, he he he's always been that kind. He's always just seemed like that kind of guy. He's just kind of limited. Like he's a flat out. He's just a a scorer. I mean, that's what he is. He's gonna he's a bucket getter. Mm-hmm. But you know, he can also go. But guys like that that are buck that are straight up bucket getters can also give you like a four for seventeen game. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Especially when you're a rookie. So, yeah, like you said, going 8 of 11 is a big deal. But it is not to take anything away from the Lakers. Look, they could have, there could have been no injuries and they could have blown the heat out. 
Mm-hmm. It just, like you said, it sucks that that's the storyline for the Heat. I have a question for you, and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves because the series is not over. But if the stat lines were made the same, who would you who gets the MVP? Like at, at the end of the series, if these stat Anthony lines average wise are this, Anthony Davis, okay. He's just dominant. Would, I mean, I get it. LeBron had a triple double, but you know, he, like he was one was assist a, shy of a triple double. Quiet triple double, and Anthony Davis was a pretty authoritative thirty four and and uh, nine, five assists. Mm-hmm. I mean, three blocks too. Yeah, he's he like I think to the naked eye, like to and a lot of writers, probably okay people, but not necessarily X's and O's guys. You're gonna see AD. You're not gonna. Not everybody's gonna notice that the switching isn't working and that LeBron is, you know, dissecting the Heat. The thing that you notice is that they just cannot do anything with Anthony Davis. Yeah. So LeBron's LeBron's monster stat line was a lot quieter than AD's. Yeah. But the one thing these writers do know about are storylines, and LeBron's got a shot at uh, at number three. Look, if AD averages thirty four. He's got to get it. He's yeah. going to get it. So, I'll, uh, we'll see. I mean, look, until we know for sure, it, unfortunately, the, you know, the reports were that they think Goron might be out for the series. So, until we know for sure, it's just like, oh, here we go. Woj, 11 minutes ago. Goran Dragic has suffered a plantar tear of the left foot. I don't well, know. Anything's Plant. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Plantar tear. I guess plantar fascia. But probably the same thing. So he's out. Jesus, man. Well, so All right, buck, buckle up, Kendrick Nunn. Uh, yeah. So a- anything see. on uh, Bam? Anything more? Probably I haven't not, seen anything more on it. Bam, but I think you know the the. How do they know that he has a plantar fascia tear? Did he get an? I guess they do MRIs pretty quickly for professional athletes. Um, let's see. The last thing I saw was Malika Andrews tweeted that his uh, um, shoulder X-ray was negative. So I, I gotta think he's gonna play. I'm, I'm going with. I mean, I'm. So Goron's out, at least next game, assuming the rest of the series. I'm going to assume that Bam plays. They also said, did you notice on the broadcast, they said that he didn't, he hasn't gotten any painkillers because he's afraid of needles. Bam, really? Yeah, so I think well, he's going to have to probably sack up on that one. He's going to have to, yeah. Wow. Give him like some gas, put him to sleep. Yeah. So that he doesn't have to have a needle to go to sleep. Gas him up, and then give him the shot. The I shot. Let me tell you something. You there was I. I had a torn labrum in my shoulder when I was in Charlotte, like my first couple of years. And the team doctor used to give me those shots. It's the best thing in the world. It literally, it literally, like you don't feel the pain. I mean, depending on the injury, I, we don't know what his injury is. But for what I had, it was Perfect. night and day. It's just crazy to me. There's definitely 15 things that happened in the first half that hurt worse than a needle. Like, like come on, dude. You mean He's like a tear to... in your shoulder? <laughs> yeah, or or trying to box out Anthony. Like, oh, th- th- let me tell you something though. Those shots, they are super aggressive. Like, 
it the needle stays in you for like a minute it's not like a shot where you just like oh you're done it mm-hmm. stays in and like the, the cortisone or whatever it. it is has to go in like a little at a time so it's like the needle goes in push a little bit in wait that sounds terrible push a little bit in wait you don't have to continue <laughs> yeah no <laughs> it sounds awful it, it's not it's it's not fun but it it's the final it's a game it's a yeah. game changer like you you will be able to play it almost 100 percent, assuming it's not like a really bad injury like if it's just mm-hmm. if it's an injury that allows for you to have that shot you got to have the shot yeah you know if it's one of those injuries and most injuries actually will allow you to have that shot if it's because it, it because if it's a ter- if it's like a torn labrum or whatever, like that's worst case scenario. Hopefully, it, it's just a strain. But let's just say because that's like the most common shoulder injury is like a labrum. Mm-hmm. It can't really get that much worse. So if you're gonna have surgery for it, you're gonna have it in the off season anyways. So the shot is what you do. Is that you? Is that is that you or me? What? Do you hear that? No, it's not me. Like my my apartment started shaking. I think I'm having an earthquake in South Florida. (laughs) Oh my god! Um, It stopped. The walls are shaking. That was crazy. Um, Yeah, you got to have more from Doctor Joey here. I was fascinated. No, no. Basically, you got to have the shot. I don't think I don't think a labrum can get much worse, like a torn labrum. Again, I'm just assuming because that's a common shoulder injury. It could be it. I mean, it could be anything. There's a million. I'm sure there's a million things. But come on, man. Like you said, there's how many things happen in that first half that hurt worse than a needle? Yeah. Crazy. Let me so storylines we did not anticipate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a storyline that really this actually really frustrated me. There's no fans, right? So the only opportunity for fans to even experience the finals as if they're a fan is the virtual fan thing. And they fill it up with famous people. Why do all the famous people need to be in the... The fans can't even be there. And then the one opportunity for fans to like technically be there is the virtual fan experience. And it's Obama and Shaq. And the, it was like three rows. Like, Pau Gasol was in there. Ginobili was in there. There said 17 former players. <laughs> Manu was there. That was pretty cool. Was, there were so many. But I'm just saying, like... Okay, so the 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 crime of the bubble is that there is not fans. So let's just give it to all famous people. Well, okay, and I don't know this for sure, but I think those like it's unlimited, and it's just there's a limited limited amount of uh, faces they can put up on that wall. Is that what you mean? Like you don't the fan doesn't get the opportunity to see themselves on the wall. I don't like, think, I think it's unlimited. Can... I don't think it's unlimited. Well, I think as many people as they want can go. I think they change it out. I think they change it out. No, no, no. I got accepted into the Thunderdome for Monday Night Raw. Okay. Which is the virtual, the virtual fan for Monday Night Raw, and they do it in shifts, like forty-five or minute or an hour shifts. I skipped it because there was a game because I'm dedicated to my craft. But Vince McMahon hates me now. By the way, Mm. got a I got a message. Um. But it was like shifts. So um, maybe that's what they do. But it seemed like the famous people were on all game because they went to them a lot. All right. Th- now I'm, I'm clearly out of my, my like. Yeah, you, you don't know virtual. I don't you know. You don't know virtual don't. fans. So are those people we see I know on virtual the fans. 
Zaslow was so, Zaslow was in the the Thunderdome for SmackDown. Maybe we should get him on to talk about we it. Should all right. Well, answer this for me if you can. Are those people that we see on the screen viewing the game from a different angle, or are they just no? They're literally you're sitting in front of your computer camera, uh-huh. and the game is in front of you, but you have to like sit within a certain parameter on the screen so that it like shoots you. Like if you move too far, yeah. you'll be out. But you still well, when, see the game on your screen, like the broadcast. You're watching yeah. the broadcast, or okay, so you're not uh, watching the game. From I guess like I haven't done it. I haven't angle. done it. I mean, I haven't. I don't know either. I didn't do the wrestling one, but I, I definitely haven't done basketball. But my assumption is yes, you, you're seeing broadcast. Okay. And so know. then it's just a limited amount of spots of the people that could possibly be up on that wall. Yeah. Okay. Damn it! Now, now I'm fascinated by because now think about it. If you're at Staples Center, I totally understand having a bunch of celebrities sitting in the first row. Get, I get it for the cameras and all that, but then you can also have 17,000 other people. First row of the bubble, there's only like 60 other people. Give it to the fans. I love you, Obama. We need, we need, I, I want to see Obama as much as possible. The rest of them, we can let him go. There's my gong. The again. gong has spoken. The gong has spoken. <laughs> now, okay. now you know what didn't piss me off about the game? A trailer for a new Borat movie? Yeah, wow. On Amazon Prime. On Amazon Prime? Too. Amazing. That's probably maybe the, that's what we need. To, that's after, the, maybe that's what we need to figure the, everything out. Arguably yeah. the best news of 2020. It's up there. All right, if we're going to go into that space, can I tell you something that pissed me off? Into, In the from port- this game? Yes. Okay. I mean, we're done with the game, right? The game is what it is. The Heat have injuries. We'll preview tomorrow, game two, once we know more of, you know, Jimmy's status and Bam's status. I'm assuming they're playing. And we'll, we'll, you know, we'll get some sound from the pressers. I'm sure they'll talk about it. But, you know, the game is what it is. So what pissed you off? We can circle back to Borat, but... We don't have to. I'm just happy that it exists, (laughs) that it's happening. In the first quarter... Uh, I, I think Goran Dragic was at the line uh, and they cut to like a squeeze back of an advertisement for game two. Like, yeah, if I'm watching game one of the finals, like I don't need to hype, be hyped up for game two. I just need to know when it is. So let me watch the game that I'm currently watching yeah. without an advertisement for game two. But it's ESPN's, so weird. Been, ESPN's been awful with that stuff. The whole playoffs. Yeah, that's with it's like, so stupid. Like, like the, just, just the timing. Yeah. Like, it just flash up on the screen when game two is. That's all you need. You don't need a hype video for the game you're watching. I, I have one last thing that impressed me in okay. this game. And it was probably the most impressive thing that happened in the game. Did you notice at the end, like right at halftime, LeBron kicked it ahead to, I think, to Kuzma. And he th- he just threw up a shot to try to get it off at the buzzer. And LeBron came flying out of nowhere, caught it, and did a reverse dunk off yes. of the putback <laughs> from like yep. almost from the free throw line. Yep. I was alone in my apartment and like an audible noise came. Like I yelped at that, you know, when I'm watching the game yeah. by myself, it's usually dead silent. But like, I was like, Whoa, like that was, that really was cool. a, I'm just like, what the fuck, yeah, man, that, this guy's man. not real. We should have had him in a dunk contest that mm, the, the potential there is huge. Cause he's, he's 36 and his head was absolutely above the rim. Yeah, easily. Yeah, we should find that and tweet that out because because that was so so crazy. I have it. I can get it. Um, all right. Well, underwhelming game one. 
Hopefully game two is better. I think it'll be. I mean, I think it'll be a little more competitive just because I don't think the Lakers will shoot that well. There was one piece of NBA news that we should at least mention. Ugh. What? Is it Doc Rivers? Oh, no. Oh. I'm not going to talk about that until it happens. Okay. Marcus Gasol opted not he was a he went he was going to be a free agent he opted to go play in Spain. Yeah, that was kind of crazy to me. You, you crazy timing. Me was... Crazy timing and hey, look, not going to get political. But less than 24 hours after the debate, Marcus Gasol decides to go play in Spain. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's not yeah. even political. I mean, that debate was objectively so, you know wild. What? You know what, Mark? Great great guy one of the fa- one of my favorite guys i was ever around i was only in memphis for one year but he was awesome good for him you know what if i was a millionaire at the end of my career and i could live anywhere i probably wouldn't live here right now so there he got, his, ri- he got his ring you know good for <laughs> so, him yeah good for him enjoy R- raptors are going to be weird next year it's yeah. not probably not going to be fun <laughs> not going to be fun for raptors fans Uh, All right, we'll see you tomorrow morning. We will uh, preview game two. See ya.